number two. We are driving in England. It's six o'clock in the morning after having just got off the ferry from Ireland. Very tired. And yeah. how was Ireland, Ash? Good. Keep apart two chevrons. <laughs> That's what it says here on the uh, says here on the road. It's been a massive week. Caught up with uh, Fingers Malone O'Reilly, who was um, Ash's drummer in in Australia before he moved to London to be with his love. So it was good playing with him? Yep. Yep. And we played in uh, Bournemouth and uh, then we did the Boardmasters down in um, Newquay at Watergate Bay and we had a good surf down there. We got really good surf too, which is actually um, sort of semi-rare for uh, definitely for summer down there. Fingers got barreled. Fingers. Um, which was very nice. There were these nice slabs there. Anyway, but um, that was good. And we, we did get to see the streets, which was good. You love the streets. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when you're at the festival yeah. and you're there and you're hanging around backstage and you're being all cool, you, you yeah. know, um, you're drinking your rider. Yeah. You're watching the streets play, or just to say any festival. Yeah. But you're waiting for that person to play that you really like. Do you feel like a groupie? A groupie? No, not a groupie. No, how do you kind of end up feeling like that punter hanging around, wanting to talk? Like, how does that feel for you being in that position then? I think exactly the same. Although I'm not one to ever go up to uh, people who I admire or, or really famous musicians and talk to them or whatever, get their autograph or whatever. Do you get nervous though if you ha- if you were to? S- Did you speak to the guy from the streets? Uh, no, I didn't actually. He wasn't really hanging around. If you and were going funny. to talk to him, would you feel nervous? Um, Be honest. Honestly. Uh, no, actually, probably not. Right. I don't know. No, uh, not really. I'm not really one for, for getting nervous. But um, What about when you met Tony Joe White? The, oh, the first time I met Tony Joe White at the Melbourne Blues Fest in 2001, I was starstruck. Because that was somebody I really had been listening to a lot in my teen years kind of thing. And um, he'd had a real influence on my music, so... I guess I was a bit starstruck. But then again, there was that other one. Then later I did a gig with him. And it wasn't so... Like, I saw him again and when I played before him, he said that was cool or whatever. And, yeah, but... but yeah, yeah, but... Um, maybe that's because you've had the initial meeting, so you've got over those... those initial nerves. I know, maybe. and the other thing is... It is different when they've seen what you do, for some reason. Yeah, and maybe you feel like like you're more... I play as well, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's an interesting thing because you can't help it, no one can help it, that you get a little bit starstruck by people sometimes. And it doesn't always have to be like a big superstar. It can be someone 
could be like you with Eric Bibb at uh, yeah. <laughs> at the Falls game. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's and actually say, not oh, what sorry, happened. Sorry, Eric. She likes your stuff. <laughs> That's not quite what happened. <laughs> no, but it's funny, and I don't think it's that. It's the fame of the person necessarily. It's maybe it's just that you're in awe of of what they do. Yeah, it's what they mean to you. And I thought, see, I thought that was cool at um, at the falls because that you got like that overbearing bib when there were all rock stars around or whatever. Eric Bibb is a rock star. <laughs> In my view, he's a rock star. Yeah. No, so but cool. it's, um, it is a weird thing. Like, I've often thought about that and about how we get starstruck or, you know, why don't we get starstruck like that over... Because really, you're just in awe of someone doing a great job or something. You know, you're happy with what they do. So if you have a plumber come around to your house... Why don't we stand there applauding them when they've done a great job fixing our pipes? Yeah, exactly. Or the Garbo, who's essential, who's keeping you alive by stopping disease spreading. Yeah, why don't we all stand around? Imagine that. Everyone gets up in their dressing gowns with their coffee, and as as the garbage truck comes down, we all stand there applauding and ask for a few autographs. Yeah, I mean, and the Muso is the one with the lucky lifestyle. You should boo the Muso. Yeah, boo. Because they're the one. You're paying for them to have a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got to go to work, you bastard. Yeah. Um, but I guess the other thing is, like, it's like sports people and music, musicians and stuff. And I guess that's why we are in awe of some musicians or whatever, because you feel that they did something original that you couldn't do. Whereas you may, you may say, well, I probably could do if I worked hard enough. I couldn't figure out what the tradie does or whatever. I don't know. But probably not. I'm not saying that about myself, by the way. I'm saying that about other musicians that I... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess you get in awed by... um, Some people get in awed by... In awed? In awed. In awed? Like, (laughs) be in awe of... Sorry. (laughs) It's early. It's 6.20am. Maybe a brain surgeon or... I don't know. Anyway, it's an interesting interesting concept anyway what do you have installed this week we've got Uh, I don't know we're driving to a festival called the summer Sunday festival on a Friday yeah and um, I don't know what that'll be like Um, but all this ferry this ferry going that's our first time of doing that so what you do is you get on the ferry at 11 o'clock at night and then go overnight and then turn up in the morning but it's sort of it, like for example at the island gig I had a really fun gig but I was like playing my heart out and going off but I was looking at the audience and I had like sleep in my eyes for some reason <laughs> and I think like it's it's a good idea to go on the overnight ferry but when you arrive at 5 and you've got to drive around all day or find out something to do because you don't want to, you know, you don't want to just get more accommodation or something. I don't know if it's a good idea. So, like, today, I hope we can find some accommodation or something because otherwise you just end up too fucked and then you end up really vague when you talk to people at the gig. And they get sleep in your eyes, which isn't a good look. No, 
Because nah. you get that crusty little yellow bits in the corner. Yeah. I'm not contending I actually had crusty yellow bits, but it was weird anyway. So, but the ferry is fun. The ferry was fun. Yeah, it's really a great way. It is a great way to do it. It's a great way to cruise across. So we're going to Canada next week. At yeah. a big festival there in Whistler. Yeah. It'll be fun. Xavier Rudd yeah. will be there. Yeah. Catching up with Lauren. Yeah. As well. So that'll be good. And then a, um, just a, um, a pretty um, lengthy... See, this is the thing with an early morning podcast. <laughs> um, there's... A, there's a fair few gigs in Canada, which should be good. Um, we're playing with the current swell again, which I'm looking forward to because I had heaps of fun with those guys last time in um, February. It'll be a bit different conditions. Um, we were lo- loading in. It was quite novel last time loading in your gear at minus eight degrees. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really hot over there now. Yeah, it'll be really hot and really nice. Just to see those lakes with epic mountains going bang rack into the lake it's just amazing you won't believe the scenery there we'll put some photos up on the podcast next week so you know third week into the tour here in the UK how are you feeling are you homesick um it will be good to get back to Oz for sure um, looking forward to Canada but uh I, I don't know I probably would prefer to sometimes concentrate the gigs go gig, 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 and then go home. Do you get homesick in general when you're on the road? Um, in Australia as well? I'm not one for homesickness. I don't really need home. Um, I guess your home often, is the camper van. Yeah. I mean, moment. home is the road for us. Um, but um, I actually literally just miss Australia. Like, uh not because it's home but just because of the nice lifestyle that we have you know okay I'll rephrase that do you ever feel like like you just want to stop moving because you're always moving you're always touring Mm, uh, especially if it's it's good times and not that it hasn't been good times here but if basically if it's on like I didn't feel like when we were travelling around in WA you know what it boils down to, really, it's, it, I just I've been trying to avoid saying this, but it really, if I'm getting waves, <laughs> then I really You're feel happy. pretty happy. Yeah. I don't really need to stop, but you know, it can be good to have a rest every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if you were just travelling around on a surfing trip, if you'd ever. I mean, most people get. Sick you do of- get fatigued. Yeah, get... Um, professional surfers, for example, get sick of it and just want to go home. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, it would be good to take a couple of months off, for sure. Do you think you'll do that? Try and do that? I'm going to try and do that, for sure. And I have to take um, some time off to do an album anyway. So I might have a break in uh, around the time of February, March, April. But I'll probably come back here in that time as well. I wonder if you are the hardest working musician in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> probably. All right. We'll keep driving, try and find some coffee. Yeah, let's get some coffee.